श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन असमरी स्टडी बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभयचरनारविंद भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपाद ऑन द बुक ऑफ श्रीला रूपगोस्वामी भक्ति रसामृता सिंधु The following reading is not to be listened out of context in order to avoid confusion or misunderstanding if you haven't been with us all the way. This book began at episode 832, so please approach this chapter in proper sequence for your best interest. Thank you. Hare Krishna, we are continuing to read the chapter number 37, Impetuses for Krishna's Service. In such expressions of ecstatic love there are many other subsidiary symptoms such as jubilation withering silence disappointment moroseness reverence thoughtfulness remembrance doubtfulness confidence eagerness indifference restlessness impudence shyness inertness illusion madness ghastliness contemplation dreaming disease and signs of death when a devotee meets krishna there are symptoms of jubilation pride and perseverance and when he is feeling great separation from krishna the symptoms of ghastliness disease and signs of death become prominent it is stated in the first canto of shrimad bhagavatam 11th chapter verse 5 that when lord krishna returned from the battlefield of kurukshetra to his home at dwaraka All the residents of Dwaraka began to talk with him as a child talks lovingly to his father after the father's return from foreign countries this is an example of jubilation jai see this is one thing that um, i found to be very attractive in uh, lila vilasini's presentation of the java course we're continuing the japa course over time we were supposed to do it for 3 weeks but it will take longer uh because she felt like we haven't covered many topics so one thing she really um trans like transmits or emanates for me is also this feeling of jubilation perseverance and pride for having a very deep relationship with the holy name and this this feeling of jubilation and pride in uh, like her connection with the holy name actually makes you feel like wanting it you know that's when chanting japa really seems like that you know if you don't chant japa properly if you're absent minded or if you just stop chanting and you can't even finish your rounds haridas thakur in chetan charitamrita says that um, it's a diseased condition you're sick basically so um 
and I've been there. It's not like I don't know what it means. I've been there for too long, I would say. So this is really something that you know, when devotee meets Krishna, Krishna and the holy name are the same. So if we're not able to meet Krishna in his holy name or in his deity form, how can we, like it's supposed to be an indication for us that something might be wrong with our approach. We may be sick, basically. And we need to seek out devotee association who will be able to non-judgmentally and um, compassionately, understandingly, and they will be able to give you that feedback that, you know, you can open your heart to them and there's immediately the feedback, you know, immediately feedback. And this is something that I find uh, uh, very wonderful in um, genuine devotees is that you open your heart to them and there's immediately some feedback, immediately. Like you don't have to like wait for days and weeks and then like they will be like, oh, right. Um, I was so busy because, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so, and then, I mean, you understand that um, that means that maybe you need to seek inspiration somewhere else because it's not normal. I used to consider that it's normal when you open your heart to devotees and they don't respond or you open your heart to devotees and they respond like very in a cold way or they just... You know, just a, and, and you consider that maybe Krishna wants, maybe Krishna wants, and then you just realize that, you know, not everything that's happening in the world is exactly what Krishna wants for you. Otherwise, why did he give you all of these wonderful books to figure out what he actually wants, isn't it? So, when we say that a blade of grass doesn't move without the will of the Lord, it doesn't mean that every movement within this material world is exactly what Krishna feels ecstatic, loving expression. Because otherwise he wouldn't feel angry, right? As Sankarsana, he feels angry that nobody went back to Godhead and he burns down the whole place. Because, because, like, what are you doing? Yeah, he allows you to do it because without him you won't be able to do it anyway but it doesn't mean like he necessarily like feels thrilled about it so here we see what real devotees like genuine devotees authentic devotees actual devotees pure devotees um, perfect devotees um, non-superficial devotees when they are meeting krishna right it says symptoms of jubilation Pride, perseverance. But it's not just that, because when there is separation from Krishna, there is ghastliness, there is disease, and signs of death become prominent. Like when will we able when will we experience such deep, deep feelings and symptoms? Okay, continuing. So we've read the example of jubilation. Just like a child talks lovingly to his father after the father's return from foreign countries. I don't know if your father ever traveled to foreign countries, but uh, my dad did 
many times actually as I was growing up. So for me, this analogy is very much personal, I would say, because it's really something like your father's coming back and then finally you were able to, of course now with the FaceTime and um, WhatsApp, this feeling is not as intense as it used to be when you, can't, you couldn't even talk, you couldn't even see each other from a distance. But uh, that reunion is very, very sweet, and this is the example that's given, jubilation. Mm -hmm. When Bahulashva, the king of Mithila, saw Krishna at his palace, he decided to offer his respects by bowing down before him at least a hundred times. But he was so overcome by feelings of love that after bowing down only once, he forgot his position and could not rise again. In the Skanda Purana, a devotee tells Lord Krishna, quote, my dear Lord, as the sun evaporates all the water on the ground by its scorching heat, so my mental state has dried away the luster of my face and body due to separation from you. Unquote. This is an example, example of withering in ecstatic love. An expression of disappointment was made by Indra, the king of heaven, when he saw the sun god. Indra told him, quote, my dear sun god, your sunshine is very glorious because it reaches unto the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, the master of the Yadu dynasty. I have thousands of eyes, but they have proved to be useless because not even for a moment are they able to see the lotus feet of the Lord." Unquote. Do you feel that your eyes are useless when you're not looking at the lotus feet of the Lord? Well, yeah. Reverential devotion for the Lord gradually increases and transforms itself into ecstatic love, then affection, then attachment. In the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 38th chapter verse 6, Akrura says, quote, because I'm going to see Lord Krishna today, all symptoms of inauspiciousness have already been killed. My life is now successful because I shall be able to offer my respects unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, unquote. All symptoms of inauspiciousness have already been killed. Just because you're going to see Krishna today. You know, one thing that Lila Vilasini, I will, I, will I will come back to Lila Vilasini about this one. <coughs> Sorry. Um, naturally, because we're discussing different levels of chanting, Nama Paradha, Nama Basa, and uh, Shudha Nama, um, nama, nama bhas um, means that you're free from the negative influence of all the evil planets. 
Like karma already doesn't work on that level, Namabhas. Like there's nothing inauspicious in happening with you. And and Lila Vilesini specifically, like she she was touching about this subject quite um, specifically because nowadays everybody's going to psychologists and astrologers. And I myself, um, I don't consider that uh, if a person has a serious, serious problem uh, that, you know, he should just be left chanting alone and that will solve everything. Because if he would be chanting Shudanam, yes, but he, if he is not as elevated, then that's just self-torture and this is just plainly uh, nonsensical, to be honest. Um, yeah. Not in the sense that the Holy Name doesn't have the power to fix everything. The Holy Name definitely does. But sometimes seeing Krishna's help through other people's hands is not... You know, it's interesting because when you speak about... Uh, I'm not going away from this topic, we're still on the what we just read, all symptoms of inauspiciousness have already been killed, right? So say a devotee is walking on the street and he sees that uh, a guy is uh, beating up another person. And being a very, very elevated devotee, he just looks at it and says, say Hare Krishna, the guy will go away and passes by. Does that sound even a little bit adequate to you? Like a little bit, no? Because it's not. So similarly, you know, sometimes when you see or you know, uh, somebody accidentally pours hot oil on their foot and instead of immediately taking the person to a bathroom, uh, like and you know, putting their foot into the bucket of cold water, and then putting medicines, and you know, doing that first uh, aid necessary actions protocol, you just say, just say Hare Krishna, everything will go away. Just say Hare Krishna, you will stop feeling pain. Just say Hare Krishna, and uh, all inauspiciousness will, you know, it just, it just. Does that sound any adequate like, to you? That doesn't, right? So, similarly, many times when we, like, when we, that's why sometimes devotees don't even go there. They devotees don't even discuss higher levels of devotional service because people just take it in a completely wrong direction and apply it in such a bizarre, silly, inadequate, stupid way that you just wonder, wow, is this like, um, like, <laughs> and just because there are people who do it wrong, right? They say that if you play Beethoven wrong, is it Beethoven's fault or is it your fault? Just because they're bad musicians doesn't mean Beethoven's music is bad, right? So just because people are misapplying the principles of bhakti doesn't mean that we shouldn't learn what is real bhakti. Of course, just as 
Uh, Shla Prabhupada says that when you're taking the medicine, you should meditate on the Lord because the Lord is the real healer, right? So similarly, while applying the first aid uh, to the person who burned their foot or while trying to save the guy from getting beaten, you can meditate on the Lord and pray that you become an instrument in the Lord's hands and the Lord protects you and the Lord saves you and everything. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare.